Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les James, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean McManaman. This week, Sean and I are discussing managing stress, looking for the signs and some tips on how to deal with stress. So with that, let's start the show. So Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you this fine Tuesday? I am doing pretty good, not too bad. Um, I guess I shouldn't say uh, not too bad in that uh, the topic that I picked this week, I picked it for a reason. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you, when you gave me the heads up, it was like, hey, how do we do this? I figured, okay, well, we better do it. So what is it? <laughs> the topic is stress management or topics around stress. So, Are you um, pulling your hair out less? You know, fortunately, I have no hair, just like you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, people, I guess one of these days we need to do a uh, YouTube video so people can see what we look like. But uh, oh both of us are pretty much bald. But so bald, I guess uh, is that a is that a byproduct of stress? No, it's a byproduct of having uh, too big a brains. <laughs> there you go. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's so, what the nice people told me. So this is one of those topics that um, it's it's um, business related, but it's not business specific um, and. You know, it happens to, you know, everybody, and I think the reason I I wanted to talk about it is because uh, it's something that everyone needs to deal with and learn how to deal with, because it's going to happen. No no matter what point in your life or your career or activities that you do, uh, stress and anxiety are things that uh, uh, come along with life, Mm -hmm. and I think having... Uh, some some ways of identifying them and then dealing with them um, is very important. So I, we we've had quite a few business topics. So I wanted to kind of go into something a little more um, maybe what I'd call psychology based. <laughs> so, so, I mean, but that's the thing. As a leader in your organization, you kind of have to have these soft skills as well as the hard skills. There's a good way of putting it: soft skills and hard skills. Yeah, and and you have to take care of yourself in order to be a leader for the rest of the group. You can't come in to the office all haggard and worn and disheveled and, and, and think that you're going to be the person that's leading the team that day. Right. Uh, not at least leading them effectively. I mean, they, people see it. People see and can feel the vibe off of your comments, your walk, your attitude, you know? So, you know, we talked about, you know, managing by managing from your feet and not your seat, right? So getting yeah. out and talking to people. So if you all of a sudden are in a bad mood, a little depressed, or a little uh, anxious about something, and you don't, you're, you're not going out and visiting with your team and, and giving them the cheerleading part of your job that that you, you typically do. Well, then you know they're going to find out. They're going to figure out something's wrong. So I'm wondering now if I should have used this as my pick, but I'm going to go ahead and and bring it up now because you. You bring up a, a great point, and this analogy fits your point very well before we kind of get into you know, the signs and how to deal with it. But there was a movie that came out several years ago called uh, U-572, I believe it was. And it was about a German U-boat uh, scenario. And, and there was a scene on there where the commander of the boat got frustrated and flustered and just started throwing his arms up and saying, I don't know what to do. I'm, you know, I'm just so stressed, you know, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to do. And his, um, I don't know what you call them. They're li- their little supporting officer. There's a name for him. 
Yeah, pulled him aside and said, you do not have the right to do that. You're the leader of this boat. And if you flip out, what do you think that's going to do to everyone else? Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to say that leaders don't have their own problems, but I do think that they are they are in a position where they've got to learn to uh, hold it back, manage it really well. Because if if the leader starts uh, flipping out and you know showing signs of anxiety and stressing out, then that's going to do no good for anybody else. Right, but, and you have to. And I agree, and I hear you, and, and I think back in my old days when I was a lot younger. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I always heard, and, I, and I'll say this, you know, from my father was toughen up. You know, if it was a problem, you just say toughen up. Yeah. And and so you have to you have to provide leadership, but the, like I said, you have to take care of yourself. And so if you do have something bothering you, you have to be able to manage it. I think that was the best term that you used in, in your example of that that movie, that you have to manage it. And how do you manage it so that you can relieve or at least have a, a plan to relieve the anxiety and the stress while doing your job and right. while leading while leading the team. I, you know, some people say that they they uh, wake up in the middle of the night and they think of a job problem and they can't go back to sleep. All right, I know there's tools and, and um, skills to to use that that you know from what I've heard is you you have a notepad beside your bed and if you've got a problem you write down you write down the problem and, and if you thought of something that could remedy the problem. At work, you write it down, and then that should that should relieve your brain of that problem. Um, <laughs> I seem to be able to separate separate work for the most part, work from from sleeping. So, having been in the military, when it's time to sleep, you sleep. <laughs> I, I'm also with you on that one. I I seem to be able to sleep no matter what. Yeah. Um, now, maybe I'm not getting as good a sleep. If I'm not, I can't tell. Uh, but, um, but sleeping has never been a problem, but I have heard a lot of people, um, you know, say that sleeping, it, it really affects how they sleep. I pulled up a, a site here that, uh, has 50 common signs and symptoms of stress. 50? Now I'm not going to go through all 50 of these, <laughs> okay. but I do think there's some things on here that's, um, pretty interesting that, uh, people should look for. And some of them are, you know, very obvious and, and some of them aren't, but, uh, of course, the frequent headaches, jaw clenching, or pain, that definitely, that's one that I definitely have to watch out for, the clenching of the teeth, kind of gritting, you know, mm-hmm. you know, pulling my teeth tightly together uh, because either one, I'm thinking about something or I'm frustrated and I'm pulling my face together. Um, another one that they, they had on here that was, that was kind of interesting was uh, uh, cold and sweaty hands or dry mouth. You know, that one I've never had. No. You know. Um, yeah. And, you know, these are all going to be, you know, what we want to talk about is what, what are the, the tricks and, and the remedies. I mean, people have to figure out what their own trigger point is and what their own, you know, relief point is. Right. Because right? you, you can't go through life being anxious. So go ahead. Well, and, and I think that um, all of these are going to be physical reactions within your body. You know, pretty much every one of these uh, nervous, nervous fidgeting, um, um, colds, rashes, um, constipation, <laughs> you know, uh, ch- chest pains, chest pains. That's a big one. 
I had I had a little bit of that one uh, at my last few weeks at Peerless. Uh, yeah, the anxiety and the the chest uh, palpitations that uh, that got me there. Uh, nervousness, uh, increased anger, frustration, hostility, uh, weight gain, eating. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm definitely a stress eater. There is no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you do when you get stressed? Um. I mean, I think the only you probably thing, beat somebody yeah. up, don't you? No, I don't beat anybody <laughs> up. Get out that that Irish Irish uh, yeah, temper exactly. and and, no. and beat, Actually, beat, beat somebody up. We go back to the, those um, skills that that uh, you know the training on. Um, oh my goodness. What am I trying to think? You're talking about emotional intelligence? Yes, thank you. Good mm-hmm. thing I can't remember that right now. I'm talking about being stressed. <laughs> <laughs> so but, but the thing is, it's it's a matter of, of understanding why you're stressed and then right. what is the solution to being stressed. So so from from my emotional intelligence training, yeah, lashing out and, and getting getting upset, I've learned doesn't doesn't fix the problem. No. You know, I, I try to look at anything that provides stress to me. As okay, well, this is the problem. Here's the facts. What can we do to to work towards a solution? You can't get an immediate solution to most of your your issues that are causing you stress. So what will what will relieve the stress bit by bit? I mean, if you can if you can turn it off, then of course you would turn it off. But the thing is, you've gotten into a situation whether it's you know personnel in your in your organization. I mean, a lot of things cause people stress, um, you know, at work that, that come from home, maybe financial issues, maybe a sick relative or something like that. Okay, how do you how do you compartmentalize your mind into relieving the stress or at least, you know, managing it as opposed to, you know, having a difficult time at work? Right. You know, one of the things actually there was a Harvard a business review, little snippet. They have two-minute um, videos that I subscribe to. It's a, an app. And one of the uh, part of business review studies was about stress and that people in the workforce now actually perform better at a certain level of stress. They oh, show, I can believe that, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So I guess when we talk about stress, we always think, we always go to the bad part, you know, right. like, oh, stress that you know, makes your hair fall out and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but people do. But, but the, the thing is, and, and, and I like the idea knowing that now, I mean, we probably, it was intuitive, knew that you know, people work under pressure well up to a certain extent. So if, 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 you, if you have people with no stress at all, they perform at a lower level than people with a little bit of stress. And then people, of course, with too much stress, they don't perform well at all. Right. You know, so, so, uh, so you have to, as a leader in an organization, understand how much stress work-wise your folks can handle and, and then kind of manage that, that, that level. I mean, I think I, I see it as a, a knob on a radio or something like that. How do you, as the leader, help people get to the point where they're most efficient because they're most happiest when they're efficient, but not too much so that they are, are dreading their job and then understanding what could be the outside influences, right. like family issues, like, you know, car payment or something like that. So, man, when you talk about this, this topic, it is, uh, it is deep and it's, it's multifaceted 
and that's where I like the idea of, of knowing your folks by communicating with them in their job helps you be a better leader because you can you can manage the conversation around stressful topics. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point that there is a certain level of stress that uh, is good for people and good for an environment and good for meeting your goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. Where do you make sure that that line is not crossed so that people um, aren't going off the deep end and maybe you don't even know it as a leader? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, because if you don't know also maybe what's going on at somebody's home and they can't compartmentalize and then you put put them at a certain level of, of stress, are you just adding to their stress, compounding, things like that? Well, there is, yeah, and there is feedback, right? Because if somebody, you know, can do a job and has done a job for the last two years and, and they're doing, you know, a similar job, maybe at a little bit higher level of stress um, and, and demands, but you know, they seem to be performing worse, understanding their past performance and then, and then just questioning, Hey, is everything okay? You know, do you need any help getting, you know, this part of the job done now and coming from that place of inquiry to figure out what can be done to help the person along if they're struggling all of a sudden, um, where you think that it's not something that was a major stress, uh, stretch for them, then, you know, you can, you can ask those questions with enough, candor that they can they can either let you know what's bothering them and then seek help or you have to figure out what better way to manage them at that time so I had a, um, a list of uh, useful tips here uh, to help keep stress at bay and um, you know I wanted to go through each one of these because I think uh, most of them are, are really good and and it's something that we should figure out how to probably put most of these into our lives if you're not doing so already. So the first one is ask yourself what you can do about the sources of your stress. Think through your pros and cons and take, take action where you can. So we talked about that one already, um, where you actually thoughtfully think through what is causing you the stress. And, and, and I think for me, you're trying to figure out what's the worst thing that can happen or what's the outcome um, so that you can physically work through it in your head and maybe the stress is not as bad as you think um or it's maybe something you can help manage or something you can get support from so that's the first one uh keep a positive realistic attitude accept that although you can't control certain things you're in charge of how you respond absolutely that's the only thing that you're in charge of every morning you wake up is what your attitude is yep Uh, and you've you've said that multiple yeah. times in quite a few of our podcasts. Yeah. Yep. Control starts within, um, stand up for yourself in a polite way. Share your feelings, opinions, your beliefs, instead of becoming angry, defensive, or passive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think as guys, we have a tendency to become angry and defensive quicker. Um, and I think that that's where that emotional intelligence, uh, kind of helped me, work through some of that. I think my fuse was a little bit short at times. Um, and I think that that, uh, really helped me to realize, you know, how to stay calmer longer. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And staying calmer longer definitely diffuses situations between, between two people, because if the other person gets triggered and wants to just spout off by you not 
matching their their level of, of uh, enthusiasm, put it that way, there you and go. volume. So if you don't escalate it, then it can't be escalated. It takes two to escalate an issue. Right. Yeah. Learn and practice relaxation techniques. Try breathing exercises, meditation, prayer, yoga, or tai chi. Yeah. You ever done any Tai Chi? You know, you're out in California now. I'm sure Tai Chi is everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't, but it would be good to do it. Yes, I'm picking on you, California. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting place. That's for you know, sure. I have actually done some yoga, um, and um, I really enjoy yoga. Um, you know, I, you know, you wouldn't think somebody of my size would be doing yoga, but <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, that's good. It's good for everybody. To me, stretching. Or, or exercising. I hope exercising is one of the. Is one that's of the, the that's the next one on the list. Is exercise yeah. regularly. You'll feel better and be more prepared to handle any problem. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, when you get your your uh, body going and the the uh, you know the muscle the muscles moving. Yeah. I mean, the stress goes away, no doubt. The problem is still there. That's why the other part, I think you combine a couple of these with the thoughtful processing of the issue. Right. Uh, as well as as well as then just relieving that stress physically. Um, I think you, you can approach these issues a little bit better. The next one is eat healthy. <laughs> Avoid too much sugar. Focus on fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean protein. Then you're then you're stressed. You'll then I'll be stressed about food eating is, is if yeah. I do that direction. Then you'll be hungry all the time. <laughs> you'll probably want less, less nutrients, comfort foods. But if you don't overdo them, you'll you'll add to your problems. So yeah. I, I mean, think that should always be the case. People, yeah. And you can still have chocolate. I'm a chocoholic, so yeah. uh, But it's in moderation, of course. Yeah, I'm the I'm a starchaholic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, try to manage your time wisely. I think this is one of those areas that people don't do. You know, some of these others are pretty obvious and have been talked about quite a bit, but managing your time wisely can help reduce quite a bit of stress. Um, if you think through what your day is going to look like and try to, you know, get to what you've planned. Now, of course, you'll always have something that will derail that. But, uh, you know, I think that managing your time is pretty important. Well, but yeah, and to stay on that topic for a second, uh-huh. um, sure, something might come along to derail it. Well, you have to decide at that point, is the, is the item that's coming, is it worth derailing your planned projects? And then and then what do you do? Then you have to replan those projects. Right. Um, so so making conscious decisions, I think, will will relieve the stress rather than rather than just saying, Oh man, now I gotta do everything. Right. No, you have to make a decision. You can't you can't pile more onto the, the load than you can handle. Um, but the the other thing on that, talking about time management, is that you have to build a culture in your organization of not only your time management, but managing other people's time. Because you have to get something done before five o'clock at night. And you go and, and you need help from somebody, and you give it to them at four thirty at night. You know they 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 had something else to do between four thirty and five o'clock. That's so, exactly so, right. So showing people that you respect their time will help out the whole group as well. Well, and that leads into the next one, where sometimes you need to say no. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you you've got to say no or and or as the emotional intelligence or accountability class used to teach us. Say no, but deliver back a time at which you can do it. 
Right. Or yeah, I can I can tell you when I can get it done tomorrow after I've had a minute to think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that should be that should be an acceptable response to anybody asking for something. And there's a lot of cultures that don't accept that response though. Well Yeah, and that should change. That should change, yeah, absolutely. But because the thing is, if you do drive that and you and you do then meet the the uh, accountability time frame that you set for getting somebody something that they just asked you for. Yeah. I mean that that to me that is golden because then you can you can build trust, you can build schedules, you can you can really manage time and deliverables. Yeah. Make time for hobbies and interests. Make time. Make time. I, I, I know people people pass on that one. Make time. You can't make time. Only, one person. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, making making time. It's it's still about managing time. You only got twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. And so you choose choose to choose to spend time. Yes. On yeah. hobbies and interests. Yeah. I just. I mean. I know that's what it means to make time. You know, yeah. But, but uh, you know, you can choose to spend the time sitting on the couch. You choose to spend time. You know, like me riding my bicycle. So I'm right there with you. I got to ride last weekend. So yeah, right. Yep. Get enough rest and sleep. <sighs> I know. Do you have trouble with this? No, I don't either. I, I choose to go to bed at nine thirty at night. Yeah. I mean, who cares? I don't get to watch. I don't watch television. And literally, I'm asleep in less than a minute and a half. Yeah, I hate the pillow. I'm gone. Uh, yeah, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> I plug in and I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can. Do what? My my CPAP. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a shame. I know it doesn't it doesn't slow me down. That's for sure. Yeah, but it probably drives your wife nuts. No, she loves it because it creates white noise, and she loves that. In fact, when I'm out of town or something, she can't stand it because it's too quiet. (laughs) Yeah, it shocked me too. Uh, Don't rely on alcohol, drugs, or food. Do not rely on those items. Now, wait a minute. I figured you wouldn't like this big Irish man that you are, you know? Hey, what are you profiling now? I am profiling. Irish profiling? Are you telling me you're not Irish? I'm Irish, all right. Maybe you're not big. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's going out of control. Maybe we're so anti-stress that we're just, like, <laughs> talking about all kinds of crazy things today. Spend time with people you love. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. Talk with a counselor. Yeah, that's always a tough one. To tell it somebody is. you have a problem. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you have to admit that you have a problem. That means you have to understand what your problem is before you can go talk to somebody. Um, yeah, honestly, that's a to me that's that would be a tough one to, to open up to somebody like like a counselor, and then and then to think that you you would want to have to go pay somebody to tell your problems to. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a frugal guy. So, so that, that's that a, that's a man me. response right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the counselor would be tough for me too. Yeah, um, I'm sure we apologize to all the counselors out there that are listening to us, but uh, um, we're making it sound like we don't believe in what you do. We do because uh, because uh, I've had family members that have used counselors, so well, it's just they're very important. It, but it's that first step. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought I'd never get massages. I've never had massages. Oh my so. gosh! I used to say that all the time. I'll never get one. Oh man, that's what I hear. Greatest thing ever. <laughs> in fact, in fact, that should be on the list. When I'm stressed, that is what I do: is I go get a massage, and they are wonderful. Especially when you find somebody that knows what they're doing, and and they do it the way you like it to be done. So it's 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 great. Uh, that should maybe be my pick of the week. 
So the last thing I was wanting to touch on, and we can touch on this real quick, but I think the the, the reason that, that addressing stress or talking about stress is important is because of all the byproducts that come from from stress. You know, headaches, high blood pressure, you know, chest pains, uh, depression, uh, panic attacks. All those things are byproducts from 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 holding in stress, not dealing with stress appropriately. And I guess the other thing I want to add to this is that we need to make sure that everybody understands that Sean and I are not uh, psychiatrists or psychologists. And so doctors of any sort. Doctors of any sort. So I think our only experience is, is that we are in the the business world where there is a lot of stress to deal with. And, and you combine that with your uh, life stress and your work stress, it can sometimes build up. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it and just kind of bounce it off of each other a little bit and, and, and cover just some key topics about it. So is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I agree. I think talking about it is, uh, is good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person I even said it this weekend that, that, uh, you know, everything will always be okay. I will always show that everything is good, but you know, sometimes inside you're like, uh, you worry about this, that, or the other thing. And, and, uh, you have to, you have to just figure out what is the best way for you to deal with it outside of, you know, the bottle or food or something like that, you know, right. a, a constructive productive way of dealing with what causes you angst. Yeah. Right. Because, because you, you don't want, and the thing, the thing that I try to, to help people that I know uh, on this topic with is, is don't let other people make you feel bad. Don't, don't let them make you feel bad. If, if they, if they do something like, you know, if you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off, you know, it, the person, the person most likely 99.9% didn't know that it was you driving and they wanted to cut you off and, and, and basically attack you. You know what? So, so don't get stressed and think that you've got to do something now to get that person back. Right. And that's, that's just maybe a quick example that I'm thinking about, you know what, that person might be having a bad day and they didn't look or whatever. You know what? Thank God you didn't get into a, an accident. And just carry on with your day. Let it go. Don't worry about those people. Let it go. It does no good to try and even the score. Yeah. You know, and so so from that that example, it does no good to try to even the score in in any application. So at work, if something if something isn't working right, you know, don't try to overcompensate and make make the whole situation worse rather than diffusing the situation. So that that should be your pick of the week. Don't worry about people cutting you off. Yeah. Living in California, that happens a lot. I can imagine. You know, I was I was there for a week in the summertime, and I did see a little bit of that. But uh, you know, it's no different here in Texas. You know, I know. You know, you just have a few more cars than we do. I think. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing that's disappointing is that I see. And here's my commentary on on humanity now. Um, I think I think humanity is very selfish Mm -hmm. and self centered, and they're they're not they're not realizing the impact on others that they have. So if, if, uh, you know, I can say anything to anybody, you know, uh, that listens is, you know, realize that what you do adversely impacts or, or impacts, you know, hopefully not adversely, but it could adversely impact, you know, the people that you come in contact with and people that you might not even know. And that ripple effect, that ripple effect could be either a good ripple or a bad ripple. And it's up to you to, you know, decide on what kind of ripple you want to imply. Amen. 
So uh, real quick, I'm going to throw out my pick of the week. Um, massage. A, a massage. There you go. No, I had some uh, experience with a online um, printing service. I got my first set of brochures printed up uh, this past, past week, and they turned out wonderful. And uh, I just wanted to give PS Print, so psprint.com, uh, some kudos on uh, how well the product came back. They had good pricing, um, and uh, it was very easy to upload and pick what I wanted. And, and now I've got this 16-page uh, uh, brochure booklet. Holy cow, that's big. Yeah, that, that, that summarizes each one of our product offerings. And uh, it looks very nice. Yeah. So, right, so that's, that, that it's not 16 top. pages. It's actually it's actually front and back. Eight so it's pages. actually eight pages, but, you know, front and back. So I just remember 16 because that's what it actually counts in the software yeah. as it uploads. So so this was a this was actually a good topic to, to cover today. I really uh, enjoyed this, and, and I hope some people get uh, get something out of it. Anything else you want to add to it before we get out? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they get a, a smile anyway listening to us, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no doubt. Well, uh, uh, No, I've got nothing to add, and I really don't have a pick of the week. I was too stressed. I told Les to I'm only kidding. Um, um, no, that's it from me. Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and close out here. I hope everybody enjoys their week, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man versus Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week. Thank you.